in Genesis, which is the book of beginnings. We meet a sovereign creator with a plan from beginning to end. In Exodus, which is the book of redemption, we meet a redeemer who knows the way through the wilderness. In Leviticus, which is the book of worship and approach, we learn to be holy. In the book of Numbers, which is the book of wanderings, it warns us against getting lost in life through unbelief. In the book of Deuteronomy, which is the book of remembrance, it instructs us that we must teach our children to love the Lord God with all of their hearts. In the book of Joshua, the book of conquest, it commands us to be strong and very courageous, for God will never leave nor forsake us. In the book of Judges, which is the book of failure through compromise, we see the downward spiral of sin, but the upward cycle of the mercy of God. In the book of Ruth, which is the book of grace, we learn to build our homes and hopes in turbulent times. In 1 Samuel, which is the book of transition, 2 Samuel, which is the book of the king, both of, both of those books brings us into the throne room of the king. 1 Kings is the book of disruption, 2 Kings is the book of the dispersion, and both of those books teaches us that kings may fall and nations may alter and change, but God is still in control. 1 Chronicles is the book of theocracy, while 2 Chronicles is the book of relapse and reformation. They both teach that we must pray, seek God's face, and turn from our wicked ways. Ezra, which is the book of restoration, teaches us to seek the Lord in prayer and submit to his word. And Nehemiah, which is the book of reconstruction, shows us how to be leaders and partners in God's kingdom. Esther, which is the book of providence, we see God's unseen hand orchestrated in human affairs in such a time as this. In Job, which is the book of blessing through suffering, it opens with buffeting, but it ends with blessing and triumph. In the Psalms, which is the book of prayer and praise, it inspires us to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. The book of Proverbs, which is the book of wisdom, it inspires us to practice daily wisdom and godly fear. In the book of Ecclesiastes, which is the book of human wisdom, it shows us that life is meaningless without God. In the Song of Solomon, which is the book of love, it shows us that marriage is meaningless without love. In the book of Isaiah, which is the book of salvation, it trumpets the suffering servant, the prince of peace, the king of righteousness, and the joy of mounting up with wings as of eagles. Jeremiah, which is a book to the backslider, shows us how to persevere in ministry, even when our efforts appear futile. In Lamentations, which is the book of mourning, we see God's compassions never fail us. They are new each and every morning. In the book of Ezekiel, which is the book of visions, we see God's majesty even in the land of exile. In the book of Daniel, which is the book of the kingdoms, in the book of the Son of Man, we see that the Most High rules over the affairs of the human race. In Hosea, it is the book of law and the book of love, and we see that God's love is greater than the sins of the human heart. In Joel, which is the book of the day of the Lord, we see God restore the years that the locusts have eaten. In Amos, which is the book of punishment, it teaches us to be honest, to let justice roll down like a stream and righteousness as a mighty rushing river. Obadiah, which is the book of retribution, shows us how God deals with those who harm his people. 
in the book of Jonah, which is the book of mercy on the Gentiles, it shows how God deals with those who run from his will. In the book of Micah, which is the book of conviction, challenges us to do justly, to love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. In the book of Nahum, which is the book of vengeance, we see that the Lord God Almighty has his way in the whirlwind. In the book of Habakkuk, which is the book of faith, we are to rejoice in the Lord even when there is no fruit on the vine. In the book of Zephaniah, which is the book of the day of wrath, pictures God as the one who judges and as a father who rejoices over us with singing. In the book of Haggai, which is the book of the rebuilding of the temple, exhorts us to finish the task that is assigned to us. In the book of Zechariah, which is the book of messianic visions, we are to complete the work that is given to us because the day of the Lord draws near. In the book of Malachi, which is the Lord's messengers, shakes us from spiritual apathy to genuine worship and worthy living. In the Gospel of Matthew, which is the book of the King, it introduces us to the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. In the book of Mark, which is the book of the servant, reveals the urgency of the mission of the one who said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. In the book of Luke, which is the book of the perfect man, it gives us the orderly account of the Gospel so that we may know the certainty of what we believe in. In the book of John, which is the book of the Son of God, we see that God so loved the world that he gave his only Son. In the book of Acts, which is the book of the Holy Spirit, it is all about turning our world upside down. In the book of Romans, which is the book of justification, it is the message that turns the world upside down. In the book of 1 Corinthians, it is the book of New Testament church order. 2 Corinthians, the book of apostolic qualification. And both of those books teaches us how to have healthy churches. In the book of Galatians, which is the book of Christian liberty, we are to accept no other gospel. In the book of Ephesians, which is the book of the church, it catalogs our riches that we have in Jesus Christ. In the book of Philippians, which is the book of joy and rejoicing, we are to have joy and contentment in whatever state we are in. In the book of Colossians, which is the book of the head of the body, exalts Christ with preeminence over all things. In the book of 1 Thessalonians, which is the book of the second coming of Christ in coming, and the book of 2 Thessalonians, which is the book of the second coming of Christ in judgment, both of those books anticipate the soon return of Jesus Christ. The book of 1 Timothy is the book of the minister, the qualifications, while 2 Timothy is the book of the minister, doctrine, and both of those books teaches us how to build God's church until he comes. In the book of Titus, which is the book of the minister, godliness, God's work must be well-ordered and his workers must be self-controlled. In the book of Philemon, which is the book of reconciliation, Christian forgiveness knows no boundaries. In the book of Hebrews, which is the book of the priesthood of Christ, we are to run with perseverance and to look to Jesus, our great high priest. In the book of James, which is the book of faith and works, 
we are to care for the widows and orphans and to remain unspotted from the world. In 1 Peter, which is the book of suffering and glory, and 2 Peter, which is the book of true knowledge, we are to walk in Christ's footsteps and always be ready to explain our hope to a hopeless world. In 1 John, it is the book of love. In 2 John, it is the book of truth, doctrinal. In 3 John, it is the book of truth, practical. And in those books, it exhorts us to walk in the light as he is in the light. In the book of Jude, it is the book of the apostates in which we are to contend earnestly for the faith once and for all that was delivered to the saints. And in the book of Revelation, which is the book of the ultimates, it teaches us to pray this prayer. Even so, come Lord Jesus. And that is what the message of the Bible is really all about from Genesis to Revelation.